This is Anthems. Hello, I'm Shivani Dave. My pronouns are they, them and theirs. I'm a physicist, journalist and broadcaster. Some of my recent work has involved co-producing the logbooks with the tagline Untold Stories from Britain's Queer History. Using archives from the UK's longest-running LGBTQ helpline, Switchboard, and speaking to hundreds of people, we've mapped so much of queer life in Britain from the 1970s to 2003. In these compelling stories of our community's history, of our pride and our shame, of our joy and our sadness, of our romantic relationships, our sexual relationships, our emotional relationships, one thing was particularly striking. Many of our stories are not untold. They've been censored. So your word of the day is history. And I want to get one thing straight. History isn't. I'm resistant to refer to things as queer history because queerness has always been a part of our societies and our cultures. It's not something that runs parallel a long general history. It's interwoven. Some of the most ancient religious scriptures depict tales of queerness. The Kama Sutra being one example I like to recount because of my South Asian roots and Hindu upbringing. For those who don't know, the Kama Sutra is one of the most ancient spiritual and religious texts from the culture that brought you yoga. And much like yoga, the Kama Sutra has been so distanced from its origins. Origins of physical and spiritual understandings of love and lust, of romance and sex, with queerness interwoven all the way through. Through the centuries, a book quite literally translated to the principles of lust has been straightwashed, turned into listicles for glossy magazines and punchlines for male TV characters to turn to when in need of reinvigorating their sex life. I find it disheartening to see how pop culture has reduced this to not much more than a guide that can help you get your rocks off. And if you've got similar reference points to me, you'd be forgiven for thinking the Kama Sutra was all straight, all cis, all sex. No portion of the original text has survived, and what we know it to be today is heavily dependent on translations and editorialisations, decisions made by people throughout history about what to keep in and how to portray it. Thousands of years of translations and thousands of years of editing. And the Kama Sutra is not alone. Stories of queerness have been written out of history time and time again. There are some who are determined to keep it that way. When hearing from hundreds of people sharing their lived history from Britain and beyond, I discovered far more than I was ever taught, and far more than would ever be taught to me about this time in history. I learnt that as recently as the 70s, police would honey trap gay men with the tempting bait of a pretty policeman and arrest them. I learnt about the lengthy and expensive custody battles lesbian women faced and often lost when coming out. I learned about the hordes of gay and lesbian porn that were destroyed after customs officers raided queer bookshops in the 80s under Margaret Thatcher's government. At varying points in history, the stories of queer or LGBTQ relationships have been the target of destruction, burnt, leaving behind nothing but fading memories and piles of ash. 
Whether that's through writing us out of books, criminalising our community, making it illegal to teach or read about LGBTQ plus life, many have tried to erase queerness from history. And we see it happening again. The hatred directed at trans people is almost a copy and paste of the gay panic in the 80s. Florida's introduction of the Don't Say Gay Bill is almost a complete rip-off from Section 28. It is with learning our history that we can identify the cyclical nature of it and finally break free of its repetition. It is with learning our history we can see that like a phoenix our community has risen again and again to thrive in a world that has failed so many times at keeping us censored. History, noun, the study and the documentation of the past.